Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm Scotty Upshaw. Fella, free agent frenzy. Are you a little fucking nervous that we're not getting the bananas like we used to, fella? Although I Princey found a say. sick video of you coming up in Florida being like, hey, boys, how are you? <laughs> getting the proper introduction after a little free agency frenzy. I still remember when Dale Talon and, my, and that Mike Santos, he was the assistant GM there. I still remember the call like the morning of going, all right, what do you need to get here? You know, and I'm like, fuck, it's nice to be wanted a bit, you know? Panthers, they brought in six guys. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you see that whole. I was <laughs> watching this. I'm like, how many fucking guys did he sign? <laughs> they brought in Jovo, Theo, myself, <laughs> Fleischman, Kopechi, uh, Versteeg. Like, they just, the, the list went on and on and uh, kind of like what uh, Detroit Red Wings did today. Um, but anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a good comparison. Yeah, you know what though? It was uh South Florida, baby. It was a little sticky, Obi. I can't I can't <laughs> lie. When I got there in July, you know, the balls and the slash, it was a little sticky. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't I that almost, to that California weather? I almost well, because we were talking about like how sometimes people like the worst kept secret is hockey is that some deals are done before you know July one or whatever it was back in the day. And I was like, I almost sizzled the up dog because I think that deal might have been done there by <laughs> Jerry Joe. Well, I, I mean, think I think Jerry Joe had her done. Yeah, I don't think they're worried too much about the old up dog anymore. <laughs> Just probably what I what I have to say on here now. As long as we don't get ourselves in trouble, I think uh, I think the cash will still keep coming in. Oops, cash is coming in, man. They spent something like seven hundred and twelve mil seven hundred and twelve million dollars already. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. By the way, I just listened to your guys' show, you and Cooley. I mean. <laughs> the free agency it was the last show of the year was it or what yeah we're Cooley done was cool. at, he, had, yeah. he had half a foot in, the, in Mykonos water I think already yeah he's going to the cottage right now and then he's going to Mykonos in August he was I mean that guy I mean you know you know ups we do even one podcast for a two-hour show he does five three-hour shows a week he's watching every game he was just like he's a real pro yeah did you tell did you tell him to pack the nut the nut huggers or what <laughs> oh he's in He's a nut hugger for sure, hundred percent. He's got he's <laughs> the old got banana the tan, hammock. He's yeah, got yeah. the tan going and everything. So, Princey, what's up, fella? Boys, boys, boys! Thank you for having me back. I'm gonna keep it positive today. We know what's happening in Calgary right now. The team is in shambles, but boys, it's stampede time here in Calgary, and Cowboys is back, and it is humming. 
Is it really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. They were saying up to three hour lines to get in, but not if you got a fellow to her pass. It'll get you right to the front of the line. <laughs> I was going to say, Princey, throw the old fucking team card down there and treat yourself. Oh, I should, man. The boys are all bugging about getting tons of people. All the guys that are at craft beer market saying, Princey, you're coming down. Shout out to my guy uh, with Sportsnet here in Calgary, Ryan Leslie. We were doing the Flames development camp, doing some interviews post game with some rookies, and he showed up. And Les, boy, he was playing guilty. He was definitely playing guilty from Cowboys the night before. That's our type of guy, isn't it, Oops? Oh, yeah. There's just one, one, one girl I met in Edmonton. She's been at the Stampede, and she's been – I met her at the Bell of Alberta, and she's been landing <laughs> on the line for the Stampede. <laughs> I text her. I'm like, fuck, how are you still rocking, sweetheart? Like, she's just getting the truly gold the next morning with the new outfit on, a new cowboy hat. I'm like, this is like day six, right, Princey? Or what yeah, is it like? Yeah, it's getting there. The last day is on Saturday. We're recording today on Wednesday. So I'm, I'm going to go have a time on the weekend with the fellows, I think. God, how do we get up there for a day, Obes? Man. <laughs> we don't. We, gotta, we, we don't. don't yeah. We don't. Oh, we don't, man. Not, not just, this year, anyways. I miss the old fucking cowboy boots and just ordering, you know, 40 beers from <laughs> just I've the girls been. with just the biggest fake natties you've ever seen. Oh, I love that. Sounds like heaven to me. I've never even been. Well, what do you call that when you use two opposite words in one sentence? Fake natties. It's not a conundrum. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we trying to get this up? (laughs) Whatever it is, I like both. So, Stampede, how are you? Yeah. yeah, shout out to the Stampede. Welcome back. It's that that means Cowboys is open. That's a good thing for anyone in Calgary. So, up dog, real quick, a little golf talk. uh, American Century Golf. Well, listen, we played the National League. Our podcast is decent. Like, fuck, get us in there. How can we get in there? We That's number one. We yeah. got to get in. We got to get in. How do we get I in? Know. How would that first tee shot feel? I hit a fu- I hit, I hit a seven wood right down the fucking yeah, shoot. Yeah, be yeah. like, here we go, boys. Let's get her going. <laughs> I know you hit the, I, I just pipe driver. Yeah. Although, man, going off the toe with people around, it gets a little uh, nerve wracking. I got to say. I think we asked Gretzky maybe off air what that was like, you know, if he was ever nervous teeing it up at those AT&Ts and stuff. He said he'd never been as soon as he put the ball on the ground, he regretted every decision making it up to that tee box. That was crazy when he said that. Shout out to Oshie and Pavelski. I believe they're the two top guys for for hockey players, so they were striping it. Uppy, you could win that fucking thing. Do we know what the the winning score was? (sighs) Fuck, who won it again? Did Romo win it again? I think Romo might have won it for the third year in a row, but it was him, wow. Mark Mulder, Pavelski was play? in the mix. So it's points, Uppy. So this is why you'd be able to win it because bogeys cost zero and pars are two points and then birdies and eagles, like an eagle six points and you make lots of birdies. So you could you could get in the mix in that thing. So maybe uh, maybe we reach out, Princey. Even if we get one guy in, I'll carry the bag. Well, that Uppy play. <laughs> <laughs> But what a shit show, man. Did you see it? It was a, such a party ups. The boats it and everything looks awesome. Was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it so. looks awesome. I mean, what a track right on the lake. It's it's pretty, pretty special there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Open, champion, open. open championship up dog. You pick some bets. Who'd you take? Who'd you take? I saw them this morning on the email. You took uh, Tiger to make the a, cut. I got Tiger to make the cut and I took John Rom to miss it. <laughs> I just was like, you know what? Old Johnny boy. It's a little tricky having to battle around that uh, that old course there. A little Buddy, different match. Have you seen how small I saw it today this morning? You know, I'm alive at the call, live at the open nerd, listening to that <laughs> nerd, Brandel Chambly. But how small the property is and where the course is because, like, I forget how many holes are double greens. Like, it, it's crazy how small the property is. 
But yeah, that 18th hole too, it's right along that stretch of, of houses right there. Um, to me, it's, it's golf at its finest. I love like just the clouds sitting right over top of the players. Um, I love watching balls roll fucking 400 yards. I love guys getting sewered in those big ass pot bunkers. It just, there's so much goes on in the British open so much different action. I need you to put a bet in for me. Cause I'm not in Colorado like you. I need you to put Tiger Woods is plus 8,000 to win. I'm going here and saying it. It's the 150th open championship. Tiger you Woods, think he fucking Tiger pulls Woods is going to win the fucking open championship up. He so I need you to put, I need you to put 500 down for me. I got it right here. I'm going to log in right now. Is it plus 8,000? I'm going to tell you to win outright. I'm taking Tiger, Tiger to fucking to, to, limp his, to limp his way around St. Andrews and just have enough painkillers in his system to fucking <laughs> get her to, to get her done. But I'm going to tell you right now, Ernie Els is is more favored for to win this than Tiger. I know. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm going down. Let me see. I'm going down. I looked the other day on DraftKings odds. He was plus eight thousand to win. Where's my boy Tiger on here? Come on, Tiger. Oh, he's, he, you know what? It's been a little action on him so far. He's going the other way. Been logging in and betting on him because he's only plus 6,000 now. Yeah. I want that. Put me in for, uh, how much you want? 100? No, no. I want like 250 or 500. <laughs> if I'm going to win, I want to win something. What's 500 win me? That would win 500 me. gets you 30K. <laughs> put it in. I'll, I'll, Venmo you. I'll Venmo you 500 when he doesn't win, but put it in if he does. <laughs> How are you? Here, you know what? Why don't we why, why don't we all split this here? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to take half that bet. Let's take half the bet. Yeah, me and you. Done. Sorry, Prince. I love you. Bob. Look at that. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a little you bonus see, if you win. So. You see good, the boy. slip there, boys. There's the slip. 500 to yeah. win. 30,500. Come on, DraftKings. Tiger, like, listen, he, he could chicken stick. He could hit a chicken stick around there and put the lights out of it. Come on, Tiger. Puppy, if, if he's in the final group. Where am I going to be this weekend? I'll probably be in Vegas till Sunday. I might fly. You might have to fly to Vegas if he's in the I, I, Hey, I will. If he's <laughs> if he's anywhere near that final group, I'm coming. Hey, do you want to pick pick someone? Uh, pick who you pick to win for real on our DraftKings just to give the, the listeners. Uh, yeah, who, you know what? You so listen, I took Rory. I took Scotty Scheffler. So this is it was a great it was a great idea. You do the matchups, right? The matchups are great because it's the three ball to start off. These guys play in threes. So you get to pick odds on their group, which I think is great because you end up seeing them play. So um, I got Cameron Smith in a three ball versus Kepka and Seamus Power. Cameron Smith is plus 145. Love that little Aussie. Um, And then listen, I took Scotty Scheffler, Rory, and uh, Zala Torres. I took them all to finish like one was top 10, one was top 20, the next was top 40. Sweet. And that's a parlay you can do. Great bet, great odds. Uh, you can find those on our DraftKings. Uh, as soon as you log in to the DraftKings app and hit the Open Championship, boom, the Missing Curfew Boys bets come up there. So log in tonight and get your bets in, my friends. Yeah, good job, up dog. Come on, Tiger. One more time, turn the clocks back up, dog, and we're going on a <laughs> <laughs> Um, Real quick, some sad news, boys. This one hit me hard because I know Brian Marchman, and I don't know, he kind of reminds me of myself a little bit, right? Played hard. Probably partied hard. I don't know, but he just to die at 53 years old. Mush is what he was called. I got to know him a little bit. Great guy. I love his kids game. Mason McTavish, who just signed a nice four-year deal with Dallas today. Condolences to the Marchman family up dog. 
Uh, it seems too many times this year throughout this podcast, we've come on here and talk about former players and, and people passing on actors. So another sad day ups. Yeah, man. I remember I, I, well, two things. I remember playing against this guy uh, and trying to stay out of his trolley tracks because he used to hit hard. And then also, man, I was, you know, you know me, I was a big Edmonton Oilers fan and this guy, this guy battled hard for, for this, you know, city of Edmonton and was always a, just a solid guy on the back end. And, and like you just said, Obes, I think he was, he was a great teammate, a great guys guy, um, you know, no regrets. I'm sure he had no regrets. And we're thinking about his family and his, and his boy, uh, Marchman, who did sign a nice ticket here today, but I bet you it's not the same. Um, yeah. You know, we're thinking about you guys and the family. Yeah, well said. I was just thinking that too, right? Like the kids worked his balls off to get where he is and had a great year with Florida to find a four-year deal. And now his dad's not here with him. So, um, yeah, it's a bummer. So Marchman family, we're thinking of you. Mason, congrats on the deal, buddy. Uh, I love that kid's game up, dog. So uh, brighter news, the NHL draft. The boys didn't make her out there. I heard it was a shaker. Our boy that's coming on here, David Penyota. He had a couple dinners on his Instagram up here that you would have fucking, even you would have really? tipped her. Yeah, yeah, some National League dinners. Does he like to tip into the National League stuff, huh? I, ask him I love this Pinota guy. That's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a reoccurring guest. Who's his partner, Irf. His partner, Irf, was messaging me. Irf Gafar was messaging me, too, being like, Prince, you go down at the draft? Come on, meet us out, yeah. meet us out. I was like, Those oh, guys are Irf, fella. They looked they like, like they were getting extra, after A couple extra wing wingmen to fucking split the bills with them. Too, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paying for this one. You boys are. Uh, Updog, this one, you know, it was a surprise. I thought Shane Wright, I thought they would take him just because it was the safe pick. But shout out to Kent Hughes. It almost had a little, it almost had a little DraftKings Kevin Costner feel to it, right? That movie where like all of a sudden they take this, I don't even know how to say his name. How do you say it? I, oh, Princey, Slav, this is Slav, yeah, this is why you got me here, boys. Slavkovsky. Slavkovsky. Slav the Slavster. Yeah. He, pl- he played in the Finnish league. He had four points, which isn't bad in the Finnish league because they don't even <laughs> allow people to score goals in that league. Yeah. But then, I don't know, I think it's a ballsy pick by the Canadians. They make a trade for Kirby Doc. I think Ken Hughes made a splash, if you like it or not. And I think Seattle getting Shane right up, dog, is going to be a motivated kind of pissed off guy. You know what I mean? I do. I, I Listen, I think I said this on the on air, and I, I know I've shared this with, with a few guys, but, you know, it was a little over a month ago, maybe at the the, the combine for these draft kids. And I, and I watched both guys answer questions to the media. And, and you know, I, I'm not going to say it's, it's Shane Wright's fault. I'm not going to say it's his agent's fault, but it's it's kind of someone's fault to not have to not have a story, to not have answers when you're going to get grilled about things. They're going to challenge you. You know what the media is like. They're going to challenge you with questions. You're the first overall pick. You've been touted to be the first overall pick since I think over you said 15, 16 years old. Shane Wright. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he got asked a question, and it stood in my mind because I, I was a top 10 pick before, and, and I went through the same thing. And it was like they questioned his compete level and they questioned his basically his give a fuck meter right and his answer was like it couldn't have been more wrong he, he he was like well whoever's you know whoever judges my game like that doesn't know the game like I, I don't skate hard to to waste energy I only go to the smart areas and it might not look like I'm trying but that's just the way I play and he had this like kind of arrogance to him and maybe some guys liked it but what I saw was someone that was that was kind of questioned and he didn't say like, listen, are you guys kidding me? I fucking battle my ass off every time I'm on the ice. Watch me play, challenge them back. Well, this, this kid, let's call him Slavi. 
He got asked some questions. Let's call him Slavi. That's his nickname for sure, Slavi. 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 Oh, Slavi boy. Listen, he got asked these questions, Obes, and the kid can't speak a lick English. He's broken English. He's got braces. He's a kid. But he had this personality to him, and he's a big, strong kid. He obviously he had an incredible Olympics. He's he was right, you know, in the top five area. So he he knew going in and he just shared like his personality and said, like, I feel honored to be here. And I think this is a great experience. And yeah, I can't wait to go play in the NHL one day. It's my dream. And it was like such a different like way to to listen to some kid about to go through his dream. And to me, I'm like, this fucking Shane Wright heads up. He might yeah. he might slip in the in the polls here. And what, what I do think is Arizona, that was a ballsy pick. I, I the Arizona, you have a chance to grab Shane Wright, and you don't. You take Logan you know, Cooley. You take Cooley. Yeah, and let's just be honest here: like Shane Wright, if he wasn't going first, the next forward should be Shane Wright. It shouldn't shouldn't be Cooley. But that's you know that's to be to be determined. But you know Bill Armstrong in Phoenix, that's a ballsy ballsy pass on on a kid like Shane. Yeah. That's a good point by you. And, and Slavy, good nickname for him. Ken Hughes said he showed confidence without being cocky, which is probably a pretty good compliment right there, right? You're confident, but you're not fucking arrogant. So that, that's, that's, so he see, made an that's impression. what I yeah. saw in him. I saw that in him, yeah. Yeah. And um, the Montreal faithful, they just booed the shit out of Batman, which is great. Gary almost embraced <laughs> it. He was loving it. My boy, Marty St. Louis, got an unbelievable ovation. Marty said it took me, what did he say, 47 years to get to the draft yeah. or something like that because he didn't get drafted. So... And then that's up, insane. That yeah, is up, nuts. Up dog, a kid we gotta love. We're gonna love here is Isaac Howard, fucking nicknamed the, the Ice, Ice Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I signed this kid. I text Coop. I'm like, are you kidding me with this first rounder? Fucking Ice Man. Get him in the lineup, Coop. Totally. Well, well and they, and they will put him in the lineup because they're gonna need to put some guys in at league minimum. Yeah. But so fucking right. It's great, great pick for the Ice Man. Great hey, goose. <laughs> Where's Maverick at? I give, uh, I give Larry Flowers a shout out. He texted me the picture of Isaac Howard with the blue turtleneck and the chain out and the white. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but I got the text from Flowers. So Flowers gets the assist on the social post on that one. Wow, Flowers. <laughs> Fucking Flowers. He's tweeting, he's texting me stuff today, like saying this is going to happen. I'm like, is this accurate or I'm not just going to say this? Like, do you know? He's just he's like, drunk on oh, the oh, beach. My, and- my buddy from Philly. I'm oh. like, okay, enough, enough. Oh, yeah, enough, I'll go the enough. other way on that one. He was texting me, you know, five days ago. Yeah, Johnny's going to Philly, man. Be prepared for it. I love you, man, but he's going to Philly. Like, Flowers, get the fuck out of here. I don't care. Like, <laughs> even Prince, he's seen it. Even Prince, he's seen it. So. Whenever, whenever Flowers begins, you, you've heard it here yeah. first. <laughs> oh, like, you know, I, I, what else? It's terrible. Um, yeah, but the draft, it was good to see it back live in Montreal. It was good. Good to, good, good to the fans of Montreal. It was good atmosphere. Our only segment today brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings promo code Curfew, Curfew. Kings. Free agent friends, the updog. We bumped the fucking pod to think we'd be sitting here to be able to talk about these guys that got these deals done. And what the fuck? Still no Johnny Hockey or Nas. What's going on? I- no idea, but it, it would have made for a little bit more of an excitement show for you today on the on the power play. I was listening to you guys and and listen, a lot of the talk and listen to NHL network and the boys over there. Johnny Hockey, man, like what's he, you know, he turns last night. It's it's announced Brad Tree Living says he's not coming back to Calgary. Um, you know, motions are running wild. I'm sure Princey there couldn't probably sleep. And then, you know, and then today we got flowers texting us about Philly. We got, you know, him then saying it's going to New Jersey. Then we see, you know, Columbus Blue Jackets offer a seven year, $12 million deal. 
even I wouldn't take that to go back to Columbus. So they better <laughs> bump that up. Um, and you know what? It's just, it's the sweepstakes. You always kind of see this. You, you want to see these players like to kind of see where the money's shaking, where, where the, you know, the glue guys are going. Uh, I'm sure Johnny Gaudreau is sitting back and, and listening to every offer. Um, some guys falling out. I think, I think Fletcher today in Philly said they were done signing and that they're out of the sweepstakes for, for Johnny or Kadri, which is shocking to me. Um, but Nazem Kadri is a name yet that, you know, he's a, he's a warrior, man. He's a Stanley cup champ. Now he deserves a payday. He's going to make any team better. He's every coach's dream. Um, I think OBU and I thought Tortorella would love to have him in Philly. Uh, I'm not going to rule that out completely yet, just as an outsider looking in, but, um, a lot of things, uh, a lot of things still to happen here on in free agency. Yeah, I'm dog. It's crazy. So like the the Flyers, I guess they're over the cap right now already, right? They tried to trade JVR. They can't trade him. I don't know why you don't just buy him out. I guess yeah. that goes against the cap still, but but they're up against it. I I truly believe with Johnny Hockey, it's coming down to the Islanders and, and Devils, and we'll see what plays out. But I can't believe he hasn't signed by now. I really I don't know what's going on. I don't know why. It's shocking to me. And with Kadri, I don't know. Maybe he's just not getting the number he thought up. So maybe he thought he was going to sign a massive deal. And now they're like, hey, they're not here. So maybe he's just like taking a step back. That'll be interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll tee up our guest here today and, and let him dive into really what he thinks is going on and what teams can fit their cap, you know, can fit a guy like Johnny in under their cap. And if that happens, like who are you moving? Um, you know, Chicago Blackhawks, I think up until this morning, Chicago had maybe three or four guys on the roster for next year. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, you know, teams like that that have the money to spend, Seattle, they got money to spend. They signed, you know, I, I heard you say later in the day today that Burkowski signed five-year deal there. Great, great signing. So, you know, Ronnie Francis is sitting back in the weeds with a lot of cash to fire. Who, who knows, you know, who knows? But um, still some big names out there. Uh, my boy, Paul Stasny, glue guy, snapping the draws back. Uh, be interested to see where he decides to go. I still think he can help a team. Um, you know, the Strom brothers, two guys that are free agents yeah. that haven't yet signed. I mean, Strom brothers aren't feeling the love, are they? They're not, they're not? feeling the love. I know. I Maybe know. they're waiting to go on a package deal somewhere. How about our boy? Do- how about our boy, Vinny Trochak? Trochi's going to come by here for a quick 10. I said, the boys from missing curve, you want to thank you. Also get or congratulates you and also get your credit card number. Seven <laughs> years. Seven years up. Seven years. Seven he's years. had a great, he's had a great young career so far. You know, he's I think he's almost 30 years old and this and a seven-year ticket is that's that's just what the doctor ordered in in the big apple. I mean, we're gonna have to get him set up at Due West, the nice little pad in West Village. Fuck, this, this guy's gonna be just rolling in. Good idea. I didn't even think about Due West. He'll get pinned in there whenever he wants. I don't even know if Trochi gets pinned anymore, but <laughs> Uh, a couple late little trickle in here. This is the thing. Andre Kasia, one-year deal, one and a half bananas. Carolina, updog Carolina makes a big trade for Brent Burns and fucking Pacioretty, man. Pacioretty. Like, that's huge. That's, uh, that's, that, that's from internally, that's from the guy, Rod the Bod, probably looking at his team going, what's the difference in, in us winning or losing game seven, you know, against... Uh, against the New York Rangers. And to me, it's it's not having an absolute gamer on your team. Not a guy that, when that puck's on his stick, he's, I don't care if it's Shesterkin, I don't care if it's fucking, you know, Vasilevsky in net. You find a way to get your star players scoring big-time goals and big-time moments in these games. Because that's what they haven't had. And they haven't had it in two, three years. And it's really been the only difference. They play a great defensive game. 
They have great depth. Their goaltending was, was, you know, big question mark without Freddie in there and, and, and the goalie getting hurt late in game seven. But, you know, it's uh it's a step in the right direction for them. If they think they're in a win now mode. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's exactly what they needed. Burnsy on the back end, you know, Tony D'Angelo went to Philly. We saw that, but this almost replaces Dougie Hamilton from when they lost Hamilton to Jersey a couple years ago. Now you bring in Pacioretty, Freddie gets healthy. Carolina's got something cooking up, dog. And speaking of cooking, the Avs re-signed Mason, Helm, Letkinen, Nuchurskin. I mean, they're just as good. I mean, and they get Yorgi Evan between the pipes, a Russian kid that's probably hungry to play. Like, it's hard not to take the Avs already on DraftKings after seeing them, all these guys resign. What a lead-in with the cooking. You're absolutely right. The Avalanche <laughs> are just – they're flying down that hill, Mach 10, fucking just devouring every single fucking thing in their path. Um, and, and what a great job. I mean, Joe Sackick steps, steps aside, goes into the fucking, you know, president of hockey ops. Yeah. That's because um, he wants to tee it up some more ups. He loves, teeing it more. you're he, damn right. He yeah. loves teeing it up more than fucking TD likes teeing it up. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to see teams who win and, and how they keep their team together, which guys stay, which guys go. And, um, you know, the Manson deal for me, it's a good deal. I think he's a great, he was a great addition. They needed him without him. You know, are they that tough on the blue line or are they just skilled? You know, it's, yeah. it, 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 it was a great pickup. I think, you know, Cogliano getting the extension there. I think Helm getting an extension like that. They're, they're taking care of the guys that, that mucked it up and that went in the trenches. I like, totally. I like Cogliano, Cogliano, they should be re-upped right away. Yeah. And now I think up here, it goes, it shows Nate says, Hey, Nate, listen, these boys are all back in Manson took a little bit less. The big Russian train took a little bit less. Um, who am I forgetting? Lekin and Lekin. 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 What he got? He got four years, four, four and a half. Five. Yeah. He got five years, 4.5. That's probably right. I mean, maybe he took a little less. I don't know. So maybe they go to Nate and say, hey, listen, we're, we could win two or th- we could win three here, two or three here. Let's, I, it yeah. just showed how much they love that place, that city. They got a good thing going, obviously, just winning it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else did you like today? What? I know, I know you've been, you've been busy asking, you're getting asked these questions a lot, but who, who no, else no. did you like today? Tampa Bay. I like Fucking Tampa right. Bay. They fucking backed up the Briggs truck. <laughs> Holy shit. They handed out they handed out a hundred and fucking thirty million dollars in five minutes. Five minutes wow. they signed guys for 130 bananas. <laughs> Shurgachev, Sorelli, and um Cernak. Yeah, they deserve it up. Yeah. These guys, we had Sorelli on today. Like, first question I asked him is like, have you been relaxing? Like, tell me you've been putting the feet up for a couple of weeks. Like, and he was already talking about training camp up. He's like, looking forward to get back to camp. I'm like, if you just gave me like years. hey Sorelli, you just signed. Hey, just chill yeah. out for a bit. Hey, go to show me you're on the golf course with a stoga stogie in your mouth and a couple transfusions in your golf cart. Go to South Beach and fucking relax. Don't even think about hockey, but that's the mentality they have. I was happy with them and Tampa once again. How can you bet against Tampa? And they and they signed Ian Cole. Fucking just gave him a silent three bananas, too. This guy. <sighs> Man, he I'm still not- gets it done. I mean, he battles hard in the playoffs too. You always see him out there. He's just blocking fucking pucks with his teeth, and he's he's got the red beard going. I mean, he deserves it. He plays hard. Yeah, he's um, got a Sergeyev, Sergeyev, that's a big deal. I mean, I kind of want to text Coop. Coop, how the hell are you guys going to fill your roster when you're paying nine guys basically seven million dollars or more? There was something that when Sergeyev's deal kicks in, he's going to be making more than Hedman for two years before Hedman's deal's up. 
Yeah, that that makes sense because Hedman's probably was a front loaded deal. He's yeah. probably making four or five million, let's six check. million on the back end. Yeah, let's check right here. Back in the Brinks truck, the Tampa Bay Brinks trucks. Uppy, they spent 129 million in five minutes or something. They said. I was like, <laughs> that's how you fucking reward the boys for winning too. Hold on, my Hold, uh, you know, the Capitals made a little bit of a splash today. I thought Darcy Kemper, Kemper yeah. five-year deal. That's a huge – that's good for him. He wins the Stanley Cup. He deserves to go somewhere, play on a yeah. good veteran team. So, Shurgachev after next year. Next year he makes 4.8 up. Then he makes 8.5, and, and Hedman only makes 7.8. <laughs> if you're Victor, you're probably like, hey, I'm happy for you, buddy, but who, who are you kidding <laughs> here, buddy? Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? I mean, Victor, he's made his money. Again, He these guys have a – they have a bloodthirst fucking way of, of wanting to win. And, and they know, like, with the core group of guys they have, they, they can do it. They can get out of the East fucking three out of four years. So Holy keep the guys God. together and find a way to just fill in those spots, like the Nick Pauls and, um, you know, just the guy, the Corey Perrys and the Patty Maroon. Like, you, you add those guys to a mix of fucking nine or ten guys on your core like that, you, you can win fucking no matter what. Yeah, and then we'll, we got to talk about the Ottawa Senators and the Red Wings. I think Pierre Dorian and Steve Eisman did a great job. I think, listen, Husso, Perron, Cooper, what's his name? Cup? Cop? Cop, yeah. Um, Then they bring in Oli Mata. I mean, they brought in some veteran guys there that are ready to compete. Ben, Sher- ben Sherrod on the back end. I think the Red Wings, I don't know if they get in up, but them and the Sens are better. So you got to give their GM, Stevie Eisenman, and Pierre Dorian credit. That's what you do when you're fucking shitty. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what it's like in this new NHL. It's competitive league. What you can do to make a splash in the summer can turn your team around like that. I often go back to our flyer days, last place, and then fucking Paul Holmgren back to the Brinks truck up for Hartnell, Tiemann, and Breer, <laughs> Lupel, Jason Smith, Marty Baran, and fuck. Just what do you guys want? We're we should be selling t-shirts. We should be selling t-shirts tomorrow that says "Missing Curfew." Back up the brakes truck. Yeah. Back. I mean, too bad back we weren't chi- too bad we weren't chicklets and barstool where those boys could spit out t-shirts yeah. the next night. Oh fuck! But it's true. But, like you, you got to yeah. back up the brakes truck if you want to make a splash. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. fuck the, you know the the cars in the parking lot get better. The guys' girlfriends get hotter. <laughs> Everything changes when you fuck the boys are making a little bit more cash. That's true. The suits are nicer. The boys walk yeah. in. Yeah, they're like the we're steaks naturally. are a little juicier. Hey, I'll go with that tomahawk. Hey, one. Yeah. And then Princey, before we bring in our boy Dave Pignola, fourth period, your flames. Oh God. <laughs> I'd like to talk to Maddie Kachuk right now and be like, Maddie, so, so what are you doing, by the way? I know what he's doing. He's in fucking he's in he's Greece. In he's in Greece. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, between that. the years, what he's thinking, right? Like, I heard yeah. they make well last day, but they're, yeah. I heard they might be making a push. But well, how's Flames? You guys need a new rink. No, so, everyone in Calgary, this should be eye opening. You need a new fucking rink. How else are you going to sell Calgary? What? Uh, Weather? No. What? No, I know. You need a barn. You need a barn. Yeah, yeah. You do need a barn. It's tough. It's tough. It's been a rough uh, 24 hours for anybody that's a Flames fan or anybody that's in Flames Nation right now. That was uh, that was a punch to the gut last night. I mean, I, I can't say I'm surprised that I saw it uh, uh, coming. It sucks that it was the, that last minute, but uh, that's the business, boys. You know, you can't really fault him for trying to go get paid and be closer to his family. And it is what it is, man. I will give uh, props, you know, as we, we like, you know, we like it when guys get paid. Um, I liked Erica Branson on the Flames. I really did like him. Man, did that guy get paid on Columbus? Four oh years, four mil that's with a ten-team, ten-team, no move. That's oh the worst my deal god! It's the worst deal of the day. 
That's why the Flames are like, yeah, thank you for your service. We weren't paying you that. There's no way. No, he was that. on a PTO for yeah, fuck's sake. He made 1.9 to 4 million. So I, but hey, I like the guy, and I know up you played him. I really liked his. Game. Yeah, yeah. I no, him. you know what? He deserved it. And he, he deserved was it. Fucking effective. Him and that fucking mutant Zadaroff. Yeah, they were yeah. just impossible to play. <laughs> yeah. They were but. just impossible to play against. I mean, watching them live too, and I think they were both hurt in the playoffs. But like, yeah. Man, how would you like to be out there in a seven-game series against those two guys? I'll, t- and I mean, I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell Oilers you. Didn't my, mind it. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say, fucking the Oilers were like, they're going by and they're like, holy Christ, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll I don't say, know. I'll I say, think boys. the Columbus Blue Jackets are gonna stink. Yeah. Uh, it's my. I'm throwing I'm, it out there. Listen, I, I mean, we got to make a trip to Columbus just because I know how much you love it, Uppy. We got we got to get back there so you can just do an autograph signing. <laughs> But I like what they're building there. But I, and I love Goody, and this is no disrespect to Goody. He's, he's a good friend of both of ours. More you than me. I play with him for a cup of coffee. Good on you, Goody. Get that contract yeah. at the end of your career. But that's the one where maybe you're like, do we really need a – I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But that one yeah. to me, I text up. I was like, Phew. yeah. Man. yeah Anyways, we'll, we got Dave right now, boys. Let's straight, let's bring in Dave Pignotto from 4th Period Magazine and get some real scoops on what the hell went down today. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew Updog, our boy, Fourth Period Magazine, Dave Penyota. He's a pro. He's been working hard. He's ready for vacay. Breaking news, buddy. Is it's true? Johnny Uppy was just ripping Columbus about how much of a shithole it was. Yeah, well, it's going to be his home, Johnny, Ohio. Uh, Seven-year contract for him, around $10 million a season. So waiting on that. Uh, I was just on the phone two seconds ago with another team that is not overly happy with – uh, losing out on him so uh yeah didn't this one this one came out of nowhere yeah earlier today there was a team that just jumped in on this and everyone was very hush hush about how about it we all knew philly was out turns out to be the blue jackets crazy hey hey dave real quick talk to me about the islanders i talked to today with cooley about i i, I said the godfather sweet lou if he's pinching pennies on johnny hockey was that it or was it term or what happened on the island Money. Yeah, fuck. See, Lou. They weren't. The uh, they, they they went in. My understanding, they went in around nine million, and it didn't sound like they were willing to go too much higher. Um, it sounded like New Jersey was closer to the ten range or a little over. Uh, so I'm waiting on that. But I, I know there's some tax differences between Ohio and and New Jersey and New York and all that. So I don't know if that ultimately played a factor, but. You know, there was an initial report that it was around 12 million a year. I don't think it's that high, but I mean, there's there's two teams right now, the Islanders and, and the Devils that are holding it in their hand with nothing else to do. Dave, have you seen have you seen a top end guy in free agency wait this long, like that you can remember and kind of pick a team that maybe came from left field like late in the game? Um, Columbus really wasn't his. Yeah, you know, I, I think Panarin. You know, took like he didn't sign right out of the gate. He went like he signed the day of, I believe, if I remember. And the Islanders were right there. So another bridesmaid, never a bride scenario for Lou on on the big boys. But um, th- this is the closest comparison, I-, I think, at least recently, where they waited, waited, tried to get it done, and then ultimately, nope, he went to New York, uh, the Rangers, and in this case, Johnny Hockey goes to goes to Columbus again. Totally. Like, I'm fucking blown away by this. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't think this was actually going to happen. Um, 
But hey, here we are. And the other guy that they've got, Patrick Line, has got to be sitting here going, Wait, so you're telling me that I can play on the right side of this guy? Hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. Hey, hey, Dave, if, if you're Brad Tree Living, you handle it so appropriately, and, and, and Johnny said it was about family, is, does that leave a sour taste in his mouth, or it doesn't matter at this point? It is what it is, and it's just a shocker for everyone. I, I'm, I can tell you there are guys in the Islanders organization that are pretty pissed off right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, not, not too happy that they weren't gonna that they weren't able to get there now. Whether that means they weren't able to to dish out the extra bucks, or maybe Johnny decided at the end of it, no, he wants to go somewhere quieter. Maybe I don't know. I mean, this is all happening pretty fast, and, yeah. and trying to figure it out. But um, again, just just a bit of a head scratcher, and and <laughs> fucking left here trying to figure out. Okay, where's and now does this change things for Nazem Kadri? Yeah, that was my next question. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say though, boys, think about this though. You got Johnny Goudreau. He, he doesn't seem like a guy that's gonna wear the right shades or the right nut hugger shorts on Lou Island when he gets put on there in the first fucking <laughs> ten games of the year. So for me, I'm like, right. yeah, it, it plays into who's the management. Are they going to be, you know, are they going to grill me now because I'm making 10 million bucks a year? Is, is it going to be a burden? Or, or does he go somewhere that's like the hockey market? It's a good American hockey market like Columbus is. And he doesn't have like the much pressure from the media and all that stuff. It, it could have been a big factor. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I mean, I can tell you Lou's got one year left on his contract. So, I mean, he, I would have I would have thought he would have came out a little swinging a little bit harder. Yeah. In this one, and again, we don't know the full parameters, and maybe he did, and, and maybe this was just Johnny saying exactly what you said. He doesn't want to go in a market that's got that much that much pressure, that much scrutiny, um, you know, tied to it. Columbus, smaller. I, look, I've had some good times in Columbus, um, but <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> that over. I mean, <laughs> I, I've enjoyed myself. I'm not gonna lie. But I know you do. You got a good thing there. You know, yeah, it's some 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 good friends out there, but like <laughs> to trade that in over effectively, I know, you know, Long Island's a little bit different. It's not Manhattan, but you know, it's, it's close proximity. It's closer to home. Obviously these, you know, this, this played a factor for him. And I got to wonder, you know, looking at this team, looking at the direction that this team is going, they're not a definitive cup contender by any stretch, but I, I you make a really good point on, on the media side of things and just the calmness of it. Um, it does play a factor for a lot of guys. Yeah. yeah and, and I do like what Columbus did this year. I believe in Brad Larson. I believe in, you know, they got rid of Seth Jones and build a new culture there. And I think they're on the right way, but it is a shocker. So Dave, where can you see Caudry landing now? Pacioretty goes to Carolina. I thought maybe Carolina makes a push at him. Philly has no cap space because of JVR. Like what yeah. is Caudry thinking now, Dave? I mean, you know, the door's not closed on Colorado and they would need to do a little bit of fine tuning and, and figure out how the hell they can make that work cap wise. But um, the door's not closed there. I've got to think that the Isles and, and the Devils give them a call if they haven't already and said, Hey, how comfortable are you playing on the wing? Because both teams are low, uh, they, they, they're locked at center. You got Barzell and Nelson, you got uh, Hughes and Heeshear. Can he slot on the right side of one of you? Are you going to be comfortable there? I mean, that's going to be a conversation right now. You know, it's funny, about five minutes before this news broke on Johnny Gaudreau, both the Devils and Islanders said, we're not having any press conferences tonight. So people thought, okay, it's got to be a race between the two. So they, they, they've got to pivot. they got to pivot quick. 
to figure out how they can pull something off. Maybe it's JT Miller. Maybe they go back to Vancouver. Both of those teams were in on him. Maybe they go back and say, all right, I mean, we're, we're kind of screwed here. So let's try to see <laughs> if we can figure something out. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how, how this has worked out. And Dave, you know, I love what the Red Wings and Sens did. Would, would you, yeah, are you no. safe to say they're the biggest winners? Before we let you go ahead, we appreciate you taking the time. We know you're busy, so thank you for stopping by. But who's oh, your biggest sure. winner, losers? What, what do you take away from today? I mean, you know, you look at today and you look at what Detroit, you mentioned Detroit, what Detroit was able to do, bringing in that guys to now take that next step. You got all these young guys and you got to not cushion them or insulate them, but bring the right veteran presence to kind of help them along. and and you know, guys like Cider and, and Lucas Raymond and, and Dylan Larkin, I think, is close on an extension. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while, but to see those guys and to bring in a, a physical body like Cop and a veteran dude like Peral, I mean, this is – I think these are very shrewd moves by Stevie Wine and his crew. Um, and then in, in Ottawa, I mean, it, they feel that they, they got to roll up with this. Uh, they, they're – we're going to hear some ownership stuff going on with the Ottawa senators and some guy and some groups jumping in, trying to see if they can buy them. We'll probably hear that throughout the season. All of this kind of plays a factor as well. Up the value, bring the right guys in place. All of a sudden you got G and the I mean, that, that changes things up for them in their top six. They're going to be competitive. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, that David Perron move today was, I, I was expecting him to go back to St. Louis. I thought they got him out of steel. So Stevie Y, like hell of a job you did. You brought in some guys that that can turn your team around quick. And yeah. uh, let me ask you about let me ask you about the Avalanche goaltending situation right now with Kemper going going out Washington. He got a great deal. He deserves it. Does yes. Frankie Boy get the net this year? Is is that is that like a for sure thing? No, I, I think they're going to go into camp and say, "All right, boys, battle it out." Uh, I know the goaltending coach in Colorado really likes Francois. Um, and like kind of, from what I heard, he liked him a little bit more than Kemper. Um, so did I. So, yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> yeah, look that Edmonton series, he, he, he did what he needed to do, right? Yeah. Um, so they're going to let him, they're going to let those two boys really battle it out to see you know, who's going who's gonna to take the reins. Gorgiev is ready for this push. Um, you know, he definitely had no opportunity in, in New York, but uh, they're going to just go into camp and say, all right, we got one set of keys who wants them and, and go for it. I think the same, by the way, I think the same thing is going to happen in Toronto. Yeah. And you teed me right up for the last question, Dave. And I don't even know who, if it matters who plays Nets with Colorado, if they got the same squad coming back, it looks like, but listen, they got Matt Murray. We all know we were joking yesterday, texting the Sue Greyhound relationship with Cal Dunas. They bring in some stone off. Like this is how, this is it for Cal Dunas. This is what he's attaching his truck to here. This is it. Apparently. Yeah. Um, like, how do you think it's going to play out? I guess. Oh, fuck. It's either going to be a, a disaster and totally falling off the tracks and they're going to almost like miss the playoffs yeah. or come close to it or something like that. Or one of these guys is going to step up huge and he's going to look like a genius. Like, I, I don't think there's any middle ground here. I don't think this is a, oh, well, they finished second in the division. Everything's happy and cool. And they lost in the seven in the first round again. Like, I, I, th I think it's yeah. going to be one direction or the other. I mean, I know they're, trying to upgrade the rest of the rosters in, in a few different areas. So I, I don't want to totally just judge everything on what they're doing by today. But if they're banking on Sam Sonov and, and Murray, one of those guys like becoming the, the guy, that's yeah. a big risk. And if you fuck that up, 
see you later. Go look for a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, thank you for taking the time, buddy. You're, you're a pro. You're a friend. Of, you're a friend of Mr. Curfew. Thank everything you've done for us. Enjoy the vacay bowl and uh, enjoy some that. time off, buddy. You, you I already it. got the shirt going, so I'm ready for it. You deserve yeah, it. Thanks, Dave. You're the man, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Awesome, boys. See ya. Thank you. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Thank you to Dave Pagnola, Fourth Period Magazine. Guys, a pro deserves vacation. Holy fact, boys. Oh Johnny God. Hockey. Princey's over there with like, like oh. someone just shitting his shoe up. <laughs> I know. God. There's not a Viagra going to fix that guy's problems here. 64 not a chance. text messages right now. Guys are in Calgary are losing their fucking minds right now. They're I mean, what did they shit. expect? Like, we just talked about it. There's no drilling there. There's no fucking free agents. What's I'm telling you that. What is in Columbus that is better than Calgary, man? Well, that's that, that say, is actually. Uh, and not even, to- not even from like uh, a city arena perspective what about the team so what the, I, i'm reading stuff too that they're putting line a on the block now because they're not going to be able to keep him so who's who's johnny going to play with jack ross they're putting him on the block they got no nah, he's the sniper he, they're going to give him a chance there's no chance they move well you i got, don't think they move line a out you got warensky and johnny make a nine plus uh i guess they you know the goalies are fine i mean yeah maybe they got the room i guess i mean you want to keep them there liney's not going anywhere you see if they trade liney then I, then the then it doesn't make sense does it yeah i don't know i guess we'll see i mean if if he's on the block i mean tree living get off your ass <laughs> <laughs> oh you want liney on your team i would take like like the flames are there the flames are one player away from retaining what they had right if they're able to replace it if they're able to get somebody in there Keep Kachuk, Mangiapane, whatever. They're able to continue what they're doing. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man, but it's the island. What yeah, Dave well, said, I mean, too, the Islanders being pissed. That's funny. Yeah, Sweet, you're, you're right about the wallet. F- and you're right about the flames, though. You got Marky, so you're good. You got yeah. you get the big D. You know, you got fucking. You, you still have Matty, Tchuk, Matty Kachuk, who's, you know, he's the heart and soul of their team. For now. How he long, lost his for, buddy. For how long? Yeah, he lost his buddy. <laughs> Someone FaceTime Maddie and Mykonos. Maddie! Yeah. No, I know. Well, Wait, you you got Brady, they got, listen they got, to this. You got Brady Kachuk over there. Yeah. Probably la- probably loving life. Yeah. You know. And Pro- then you got Maddie going, what in the goddamn hell? <laughs> Here, here's your projected lines. And you don't have Kachuk. Kachuk, Lindholm, Toffoli, Coleman, Backlund, Mangiapani. Monahan's hurt. Yeah. Dylan Dubé and then your fourth line of Lucic, Lucic Lewis. They brought and... Louis back. Louis got a yeah. deal. Yeah, Louis got a deal. So it's not the worst, guys. I mean, it is what it is. It's just Columbus, <laughs> man. Like Columbus. I would have gone with Larry Flowers and Philly over Columbus. Like, Jesus. I'm shocked that the number was only 10, too. Like, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm shocked it didn't creep into the, the 11s. Yeah, he yeah, left a lot of money on the table, I guess. I, I mean. It I wonder just, how much. I wonder. I wonder what Lou was fucking. You know, cheaping out uh, on. Oh, what yeah. was he? I, I wonder if it comes out. Nah, you probably know. wouldn't let the guy have any hot dogs after the game or pizzas. <laughs> or, there's no Pepsi's on the fucking flights. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was something. Yeah, I thought. I really thought the Islanders were gonna, you know, get it done. I, I, I think that's gonna. And if Lou has one year left in his contract ups, it's like, why, why wouldn't you? I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's a whole weird yeah, thing. It was a good. Thing. It was a good point by Dave. But it was great to see uh, that broke. Yeah, uh, that was live. Funny, Basically, yeah. as we're zooming him in, Princey, yeah. good job. Yeah, as we're yeah. zooming him in, Princey's like, "What in the hell? Oh no!" Um, you <laughs> like, know, he was, just, so, he was on the phone. I'm like, up. He's like, "Look, he's on the phone." I'm like, "Maybe he's hearing something. This would be great." And then it's like, yeah. Johnny yeah. Hockey. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, thanks, 
Thanks to my our boy Dave. I mean, he had a time in Montreal too, didn't he? We those didn't guys even get are everywhere, that man. Yeah, those he guys are everywhere online. Him and him and Earth, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're boys. They get out there, a couple single guys getting on the road, enjoying life, and as they should be. But they, he works hard. He deserves a good vacay. Um, yeah, Prince, you got a little stat here before we before we light yeah, up, sign off. For, we're wrapping it up here, boys. I believe. Uh, actually, you know, actually, before I drop the stat, this just reminded me too because we're talking about uh, you guys are hopefully going to be returning to the studio soon too. So you guys will get Maxi and Banger and A Hall back. How about the video of A Hall? Jumping in the crowd <laughs> at uh, summer league, breaking up fights. <laughs> like, what? What? And a see, guy. it was epic. It what was epic, guy. and and no better guy to run the show than to get yeah. up there and fucking spread it out like our boy A Hall. Yeah. So yeah. well and done. You don't want to piss A Hall off, by the way. No. I was no, like no. A Hall. Let the boys go. Fuck. Yeah. yeah let them go. This is this good for Sports Center. It's good for the summer league. Yeah. Buddy, if they go full court brawl, your summer league. Actually, he's been killing it up. Every yeah. superstar has been there. Uh, yeah. They're killing it. Yeah, it's it's people people who don't know A Hall. You meet him, nicest guy, humble guy. He talks to everybody at every yeah, yeah. event we go to. You'll see him. He's over that group, this group, that group. He's talking to people. He's trying to work deals. It's uh, so I could just imagine what he was like hopping in the crowd with trying to break up that fight at summer league. So, but uh, what yeah. I was saying, boys, we're 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 shooting it back in the studio. We're not doing the Zoom calls anymore. So um, it, it was awesome to be back on the show with you guys. It was fun. I love snapping around with you guys. Next week is going to be episode 111, a crazy staff for you guys. We've all been through it. We'll do. We'll drop episode 100 very soon here. This will be Princey's 100th episode. This one today is my 100th episode being part of Missing Curfew, whether that's social media, production, on the show, whatever. I've been around for 100 episodes. Wow. There you go, yeah, fella. There you go. Not Congrats, bad, buddy. buddy. Congrats. Yeah. Sorry, sorry we can't leave you with some better news there with Johnny Hockey leaving <laughs> yeah. Calgary. Honestly, sure. I will take it, man, because he's not – Columbus, to me, is not a contender, man. They're not a contender. So have fun. Yeah, you're right. Good playoffs, point, man. Good have point. You only, see him, you only see him twice, a, you know, once a year. Fuck yeah, it. and that cannon scares the shit out of him, that little – I hate that <laughs> I hate that cannon. I hate that cannon more than anything. I'll say – you probably didn't like it. Well, you didn't like anything when you played there so no but but i did i did go in and score six and i, I scored six in like 15 games to hit 22 goals that one year so i i didn't mind shooting fucking when the cannon would go off so fuck you should like columbus you had a you played sick there and you got a good deal out of it right or what, what, what? Uh, yeah yeah it just rained and snowed every day and i was fucking addicted to ambient and i was fucking miserable as fuck were you just not getting as many kills as you wanted or what i can't imagine no, it wasn't that <laughs> I, they stuck me in a shitty hotel i had to rent a car uh, and like I said, I came from Phoenix where life just couldn't been couldn't yeah. been better. I was fucking having a great year. I had the nice house, the hot girlfriend, all the good stuff. And I just it just fucking fell apart when I went to Columbus. But anyway, you know, yeah, it was it was a it, good Johnny. they got good, great trainers there. All the trainers and the staff are great. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea that that Midwest, sir. It's it's good too. I actually, I, I don't even know if you know this stuff. I'm sure I told you, but after I didn't get drafted, I went there on an amateur tryout. So before I went on a PTO, I went on an amateur tryout where they just let the schlep rocks come to fucking camp. But it's pretty cool in Columbus how the the practice rink and the game rinks attached to each other. So that that's what I was like, wow, this is pretty NHL. You just walk from one side to the other, which is a nice touch. That was their, they were one of the first teams to do that. So yes, yeah. they were way ahead of the game that, you know, they, the arena district right there. It's great for downtown. The college campus isn't bad. I mean, it's, it's a two mile drive up the road. It's, it's just not perfect. It's just, you're it's not, missing a lot of things. You're not signing a seven year deal, but for 10 million, <laughs> what have you signed? Would you sign a seven year 10? Million? I might've, I'd exercise yeah. that. I wouldn't care. 
I, hey, Uppy, I wanted to ask you about real quick before we sign off here, boys, on free agent frenzy day. Pittsburgh Penguins, Malkin, he waits to the, I don't know, Sid must have flew down on the fucking G4 and was like, fella, let's go to South Beach, have a few and talk this over because I thought he was testing the market. They bring him back. Listen, Sid played unbelievable last year, but do you think this these boys got one more run in them or, or what? What do you think? I'd love to say they do. And I think they, they would have beat the New York Rangers should Sid not got hurt last year. Um, yeah. To me, Watching the Pittsburgh Penguins without Evgeny Malkin is just not the same team. Doesn't make, doesn't give me as much like, you know, excitement watching them, you know, do what they do. They've done it for so long. I think it's only right that they both finish their careers there. Same with Latang. Uh, they have a chance to do that as three players, um, as, as part of a core group of guys. That, that, that doesn't happen very often in this modern day era, right? So, uh, yeah, to answer your question, Obi, I think, man, with a good run, Jeff Carter playing well again, you know, Brand, uh, Brandon Russ had an incredible year. They signed that fucking stud, uh, righty, got hurt last year in the playoffs from Anaheim. Raquel. Uh, they yeah. signed Raquel. Yeah. They locked him up. He was a big part of, 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 you know, him being hurt in the playoffs. Another reason why they didn't get past New York. But yeah, they're right there, man. They're right what about your blues? What about your blues here? Princey did a great rundown for us. I feel like we wasted a little bit here. I apologize, Princey. <laughs> it's, it's, good. Fucking, it's, good. it's National League, bud, but boys are boys are in off-season mode almost here. Oh my the blues, <laughs> they get uh Nick Letty gave him four years. That seems like a little fucking much to me. Noel Achari, Thomas Grease is a backup, and then they give Robert Thomas eight years. You like this kid, huh? You know what? I don't know the kid, you know, I don't know the kid entirely what he's like day, day in, day out on the in the room. Um, our boy, Maddie Kachuk loves him, right? Lives with big Walt. Um, yeah, enough he, said. There's no question. He's a, he's a great player. Is he worth eight, eight million, eight and a half, whatever it is at 8. this 1. age. 3. I don't know, man. Leon Dreisaitl is making 8.5 million. It's For like how much longer. Cause he's fucking underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look down. I mean, think about that. It's it's you, you. You got big shoes to fill. You're now the you're now the highest paid guy on your team. Is he making you, more than factor? He's making yeah. more than factor. Yeah. Yes. Wow. The factor. Yeah. So now now there's shoot. Now you can't be invisible in the playoffs. Like you can't. You every shift you have to be a you have to be a guy that that changes the game, and he can be. Yeah. But they lose David Perron. David Perron was a big part of that line. Um, you know, to me. To me, David Perron not staying in St. Louis, that's that's kind of a that's a big loss for that group. It's a big th- loss for that. I group. thought they were gonna resign him too. Everyone was saying how like Flowers like, especially Flowers goes yeah. in there and gives them all blowjobs, I think. So he was like, It's the closest team I've ever been on. <laughs> I thought they were gonna resign him. I was shocked that yeah. Perron didn't go back up. So yeah, if they can't fit, if they weren't able to fit four point five for Perron for a couple years yeah. in, in that locker room, that that to me is that's unfortunate. I, I don't know who you're who you're replacing him with, but he was a big reason why they they made a push at fucking Colorado. Yeah, and they're gonna right. have to do it again to get by that sort of team, right? You need those guys with the fuck you attitude. Drysdale <laughs> makes eight and a half for three more years. Uppy McDavid's making twelve and a half. How are you, Connor? Twelve and a half, baby. <laughs> he was on the ice today skating. Uppy July thirteenth. He's already out there skating. I guess that's why he's the best player. What were we doing July thirteenth, Ups? I don't know. I was telling you what I was doing August 13th. I was dancing around in fucking Mykonos is what I was I'll tell you. We weren't skating July 13th, fella. If we were were skating anyway, we were skating out of the bar in Hollywood to get the sprinter van to come back. (laughs) 
Oh, uh, boys, I love you. Princey, yeah. thanks for your great job. Up dog, miss you, fella. Can't wait to have you back in Cali. Yeah, baby. One more week here, my friend. I'll be back. All right, boys. Free agent frenzy. Congrats to all the guys that signed the tickets and to the guys that got the big money. Dust off the credit card. Hey, up dog, buy a fucking round for the boys. You're damn right. They're called magnums. Don't wear them. <laughs> Drink them. Let's go, baby. I was missing curve. You fella. Know.